There is no secret formula for better customer service. But there is the all-new service hub from HubSpot, bringing service and support together in one powerful platform so you can deliver the best experiences possible and free up a rep's time with an AI-powered help desk. Also, you can easily support and grow your customer base. Secrets out, everybody. Service Hub is a game changer. Visit HubSpot.com slash service to learn more. Howdy, folks. It is Tuesday, June 6th. I'm Jacob Cohen here with Rob Litters, and you are listening to The Hustle Daily Show. All righty, people. So yesterday we told you what you should expect at Apple's big event, the big reveal. And man, oh man, was it a big reveal. They released probably their most unique product in decades, a mixed reality headset called the Vision Pro. And we're going to talk all about it. But first, let's talk about what else is happening in the world of business and tech. Let's get crack leg. All right. First things first, we got some bleak sales numbers out of Twitter from the New York Times. It's U.S. ad revenue for April was down 59% year over year and a just as bleak sales forecast for ads with revenue projected to remain down more than 56% each week of this month. Moving along, exchanging blows. The U.S. government is going after Binance, the world's largest crypto exchange for so-called blatant disregard of investor protection laws. The SEC filed suit against Binance yesterday, and yikes, this story is just getting started. Also, England will launch its first universal basic income pilot, studying the difference between 30 participants who receive around $2,000 a month and a separate focus group that receives no money. (laughs) I would prefer to be the former. Also, Spotify will cut 200 jobs just months after shedding 6% of its workforce and reorganize its podcast units by combining Podcast and Gimlet, two studios it dropped more than $330 million to acquire in 2019. Also making cuts, unfortunately, and somewhat ironically too, is Zip Recruiter, the job search site which will say goodbye to 20% of its staff by the end of June. And before our main story, thought this was neat. Don McLean, the 77-year-old American Pie singer, has an optimistic view of AI, apparently, by way of an irritable view on current music. He said, I don't think a computer could possibly make worse music than what I hear on the radio today. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta love it. Gotta love that. Just taking a shot, using AI as that little excuse to take a dig at modern musicians. Classic. (laughs) All right, JC. So big news in the world of tech today. Tell me what's going on with Apple. Yeah, probably the biggest hardware announcement out of Apple since the iPhone. Wow. Just in terms of how groundbreaking and just notable the technology is and just how far ahead it is than everyone else out there. So just to summarize, I I watched this whole event, this whole keynote, and as expected, this part of the keynote was a half hour or so of industrial design porn. Apple just showed off everything from all aspects of this physical device itself and all its guts. And just to be clear, it's a virtual or mixed reality headset, but also all the applications and content you might be able to use and view on it. So most notably to me were the fact that it comes, one, with no handheld controllers. You control it with your fingers, eyes, and voice. 
That's how you interact with it. Kind of like how you use your fingers to work a trackpad on a MacBook. And I think Apple really nailed this aspect of it. It looks pretty seamless in that regard and really cool, honestly. The next thing that was interesting is the digital external facing screen that displays your eyes on the outside of this headset. So it looks almost transparent in a weird way. It's a really trippy look, really cool, but trippy and something you will have to get used to seeing because it is not something you've ever seen before. The presentation of all this was cool in and of itself too, but something to me felt kind of off about it. Like it was cool, but it just was a little off. You know, nothing else to me was particularly mind-blowing. I think the main thing I took from this was how impressive this product is, unsurprising coming from Apple, but it was more so to me a product that mostly offers existing features and functions that exist on other devices out there, but with the premium Apple Touch design experience and a few other cool gadgets and gizmos thrown in. Bob Iger was there too, showing off Disney content and how you'll be able to interact with some Disney content on this when it comes out later this year. But what were your first reactions? In the Hustle Slack, I think Juliet kind of nailed it. It's that the design looks kind of cool, kind of black mirror and kind of like ski goggles, which is pretty much exactly how I would describe it. The actual aesthetics of the goggles, I think are better than the other VR options I've seen. Mm -hmm. And that's unsurprising. Like that's something that Apple pretty much nails every single time. They have a great design team. $3,500 is a lot for this sort of thing. I have kind of been watching what's going on in VR and AR and all of that stuff. And I still think it's just early. I just don't see a ton of people buying this. I mean, I could be completely missing it, but that's a lot of money. Unless you go on like a payment plan (laughs) and you're paying this off over a few years, $3,500 is a lot of money for this thing. And you said it yourself, it doesn't really have that Apple effect where it's like taking multiple gadgets and creating this seamless new experience that is totally noteworthy and novel. It seems like just another kind of VR headset just with the Apple Touch. I see what you're saying. You watch this whole thing. What are your takes? What do you think is going to happen here? Yeah, so I have a few different takes and just kind of how this all fits into Apple strategy, the broader market, uh, the product itself. I'll start just compared to Meta, because obviously they're the elephant in the room here. The whole time I was just thinking like, damn, is Mark Zuckerberg just sitting in his office watching this event? Just his pants. Yeah. (laughs) But I have an interesting thought on that. So basically, it did make the Meta Quest 3, which was announced last week, look like a cheap knockoff. That's what it did. Mm -hmm. But if I'm Zuck, I think the positive spin out of this is, okay, these devices as a category just got as much PR as they've gotten since I changed the name of my company from Facebook to Meta. And my device, which costs 15% of the price, might not look as fancy, might not be able to do as much, but it may get all those customers who now want a device like this and can't afford buying a used car. That's a great point. Right? So I think that's probably how they're thinking about it. I feel like for so long, it's been like the elephant in the room is when is Apple going to drop their device? Now they finally have. And it kind of opens up the doors for Meta to put together competitive positioning. 100%. Just like you said. And I mean, maybe their functionality isn't as great. Maybe their integration with other devices isn't as great, but I'm sure they'll be able to put together some competitive positioning on why people should spend 15% of that price Mm -hmm. for one of their devices. Certainly. The next lens to think about this through, no pun intended, is... See what you did there. Yeah, is Apple just moving into VR, moving into mixed reality, into AR, into this space. I'm still not convinced watching this presentation 
that wearing basically, like you said, high-tech ski goggles is the future of home and office living and working. Right. Even with the transparent see-through look, which is an amazing technology, really cool. You know, I was just thinking, watching this, Apple's always saying how they want to use tech to make you present. And this did not give off that vibe as hard as they tried. No. They showed, you know, how you could FaceTime through this. But most of the interactions were solo. One person doing one thing, turning off reality. And that's not the vibe you normally get from Apple. No matter how cool this thing is, at the end of the day, are you going to want to wear this on your face? Is it even healthy? I have no idea. <laughs> so that's just generally something to think about. I'm also still wondering, what is this really for? It's really just another way to interact with stuff that already exists. Right. I don't know if even Apple really knows exactly what it's for other than that. And that might be fine. Okay, it's another way to watch TV. But do I really need to look at Microsoft Excel through a pair of goggles and not on a screen? <laughs> right, is that really right. that much of a value add? I don't know. At the end of the day, I think here's what happens. The real transformative device will be the 10th iteration of this, not this one, Apple entering the space today shows you that it's a real space, but at the price it's at, shows you how far away we are from that 10th iteration, that product for your average Joe, that iPhone, right? And for now, they'll get the high-end one out there, beautiful product, but they're not going to make much money on it until at least a few years down the road and they can release a cheaper version. You know, Scott Galloway, by the way, thinks that this will be the most elegant tech failure of all time. Yeah. Did you read any of the accounts of the process for designing this, launching it, all that stuff? It sounds like it was kind of a nightmare and all over the place. I think it was in design hell. Yeah. But that's Apple. They're not going to get it out unless it looks beautiful and works. Right. Are you going to buy one of these, JC? I don't know. I might have to come up with a little side hustle to afford it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. All right, and bada bing, bada boom. That's going to do it for us today. Thanks for tuning in to the Hustle Daily Show. We're a proud part of the HubSpot Podcast Network. Our editor today is Robert Hartwig. Our executive producer is Darren Clark. We've got a lot more tech and business coverage in our newsletter. If you're not subscribed, you can sign up at thehustle.co slash email. Hope you have an awesome Tuesday. Catch you tomorrow. Hey, everybody, I got a great podcast to tell you about. It's called Truth, Lies, and Work, and it's brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. On this show, you can join husband and wife team Alan, Leanne, Elliot, as they dispel myths, impart wisdom, and answer all your questions about finding, keeping, and motivating great people. They actually just did an episode with John Smith, who is the manager and agent of famous Argentinian soccer player Diego Maradona. He talks about in this episode how he was able to manage the global superstar athlete celebrity that Maradona is and was. It's a great listen. You better get out there and check it out. And you can listen to Truth, Lies, and Work wherever you get your podcasts.